This is not going to be a pleasant experience. You are going to see and hear things that are not going to be very nice. Experts divide serial killing into two general types: organized and disorganized. An organized killer brings everything he needs to complete the murder. A disorganized killer improvises. Begin. Listener discretion is advised. A personal trainer in New York is accused of assaulting and shooting his parents in their Long Island mansion on Christmas Day, reportedly over a dispute about his one-year-old son, which is their grandchild. The child's mother and the baby were in the house when all of this happened, according to police. We are talking about the case of Dino Tomasetti. He's a 29-year-old personal trainer and a bodybuilder who lives in the Williamsburg section of Brooklyn, and he trains clients in Queens. Now, when we say bodybuilder, Dino is cut. I mean, just look at these photos. He is 5'9", weighs about 235, and according to his own social media, he claims to be able to deadlift 725 pounds and bench press 550 pounds. I mean, I'm a woman who does like two pound dumbbells in each arm. So like, you know, I can lift four pounds. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, the, the photos are incredible. So Eric, I know one thing that always happens during the holidays, families gather, we celebrate, but there's also stress, things happen. And there tends to be a lot of violence during the holidays. Under normal circumstances, normal being let's go pre-COVID, uh, the holidays can be a source of joy and also, unfortunately, a source of great angst and anxiety. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly, Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least. Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real life on the go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC the truest story never told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. And uh, it's not surprising that uh, across the nation, there seems to be a jump uh, specifically in domestic violence related uh, categories. 
during uh, events, uh, holidays, birthdays, you know, uh, something where it seems like, okay, now we're all gathered and uh, there's uh, generally, you know, hopefully there's some sort of joy in the fact that we're gathered, but that sometimes then gives way to uh, underlying issues, family related issues that unfortunately then, because sometimes we'll mix in alcohol or, you know, other things that might uh, take us away from rational thought. And then that manifests itself in some sort of violent act. Unfortunately, you know, uh, this one, as we're looking at it, there's so many tragic parts to it, but in front of a small child um, is just uh, a, a tragedy unto itself. It really is. So Dino's parents are very wealthy. They live in a sprawling $3.2 million estate, 8,000 square feet in Hewlett Harbor on Long Island's South Shore. The family business is construction and concrete. Apparently, the family has been in this business a very long time. They helped to build One Trade World Center. Now, the New York Times and the New York Post report that there are alleged ties to organized crime between the companies and some of the principals. We're not going to get into this because we got too much to discuss on the Christmas Day shooting. So Dino's father, Rocco, is 65. His mother, Vincenza, is 64. Let's go to the crime scene. It is the morning of Saturday, December 25th, 2021, Christmas Day, 10 a.m. Police say that there's an argument between Dino and his parents about Dino's one-year-old son. The parents are reportedly taking care of their grandchild. I guess the baby lives with them primarily. But Dino apparently wanted to take the child. And as he was trying to leave with the boy, he gets into the argument with the parents. The parents apparently didn't want him to take the child. According to the Bergen County Daily Voice, that Dino wanted to take his boy away. And even though the natural biological mother was in the house at the time, he apparently, Dino, did not have custody. And that was the source of the argument. According to the Daily Mail and the New York Post, they have identified the mother as Clarissa Perez. Nassau County Police Chief told the New York Post that when the grandparents objected, Dino allegedly pulled out a 22 caliber gun and shot his mother in the head and his father in the wrist and in the back, according to police. Then it is reported that Dino, when he ran out of bullets, allegedly took his gun and started beating his dad with it and then finally left. Okay, now Dino does not have a criminal record as far as we know. So witnessing all of this is the one-year-old who's somewhere between one and two, and then the mother of the child. Dino takes off in his 2017 Cadillac Escalade. So police already knew who they were looking for. They knew the vehicle they were looking for. This was a gift from his parents. He did not take the son with him, which is probably why he hasn't been charged with kidnapping. And a police managed to track down the vehicle to Mawa, New Jersey, that same day, about two o'clock in the afternoon. This is about 50 miles from the shooting and police shut down the highway in order to trap him and to arrest him. He's taken into custody and he has been charged with attempted murder. The parents have survived. They were taken to the hospital, they needed surgery, and they were finally released last week. What a mess, Eric. 
Yeah, it's uh, all those things have just come together at one point uh, that uh, leads to uh, how we started out this conversation that uh, when you start to add it all up, the, the father does not have physical custody of his son. There's a reason for that. You know, there's uh, some judicial or other, uh, you know, process that goes on that he's been deemed as not fit to uh, for whatever those reasons might be. And I think those reasons manifest themselves when he comes to then otherwise it would appear, you know, from everything that we can see that it was an unauthorized taking of this child to which the parents intervene and say, no, you can't do that. Um, there are so many underlying parts to it, you know, but the fact that he was armed uh, with a small caliber, caliber handgun when he arrived at the house, is it possible that, you know, uh, going into his parents' house normally would you be armed with a, uh, a small caliber handgun or did he arm himself to go in? And then following that trail is if he armed himself, he might have been considering that there might be a uh, some hesitance and was the gun like a persuasion thing, you know, that, hey, I'm taking the kid and displaying a gun. You know, um, there, there's no way to, uh, to actually uh, capture all of that. But we know that all of these things are in play. But when you add up all the bits and pieces that we have, uh, we're looking at a uh, someone that, uh, you know, I don't think you can read these stories without saying somebody he snapped. And the right. physiological, chemical or other reasons, you know, that might have led to that snap. When you introduce a uh, handgun into that stress, uh, really bad things are going to happen. And I think we all are looking at this thing. It's incredible that the parents survived that. It really is. I mean, for the for your mom to be shot in the head and to survive this, it's it's so frightening. Um, no one has brought up, and we are by no means suggesting that there is the possibility of steroid use. All I can say is. He is, I mean, he is really massive. Dino, if you look at his photos, he's enormous. His muscles are enormous. Uh, it takes a lot of work to get to that place. And I, I'm, I'm not suggesting, but I do, I, I am a little curious. Was there anything else going on here? There's, uh, you know, uh, you as a journalist and myself as a former investigator, we look at the facts that are in front of us and take inferences from those facts. Um, and then we report those facts, right? And the facts are that he is a ripped bodybuilder. Uh, there's a body of work that suggests that steroids are consistent with that, um, with bodybuilding. Um, and there's also a very, that's a scientific body of work that steroids can lead to aggressive behaviors. So uh, I, we're, that's not an inference. That's just following where the facts take us as a journalist and as an investigator. And I'm sure that that's being investigated as well to see what his state of mind was at the time. Now, Dino Tomasetti has been charged in New York with two counts of attempted murder, and he's being held without bail. Now, what I find very interesting here is that in the meantime, while he's still being held and he's got a court appearance this week and, and his case is going forward on the attempted murder charges, a judge has issued a protective order for Dino's parents, his child, and the mother of his child. Even though he's behind bars, they have already put a protective order in place because it's very possible he may be released on bail because his family is very, 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 very wealthy. Um, 
you know, right now there isn't any bail, but he, he may make a case for that. So the New York Post reports that Dino's attorney argued against the protective order, especially when applying to his child and to the mother of his child. Didn't have a problem with the parents, but it had to do with that. Claiming, now the attorney for Dino said, he never threatened the child. He never threatened the mother. Now, I got to hand it to the judge here because the judge disagreed. And here's what the judge said, quote, I believe based on what's been described on the record and what I've heard that both of those individuals were within what I would classify as an extreme zone of danger. I mean, that is putting it mildly, right? Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hello. I think at, at the end of the day, you know, there's a, there's a process that takes place and there's going to be a prosecutor that will talk about the danger that goes on because that's part of the prosecution. There's going to be, and this is an equal part to the process, is there's someone that defends the accused and will enthusiastically and in full voice make that defense. And part of the defense is it wasn't as dangerous as the prosecutor is making it out to be. Now, in the middle of those two things is a judge and the judge will stay in the judge's lane and say, no, I've take I've considered both sides and I think there is enough danger at this point to cover everybody that was there underneath this order. So um, everybody did kind of what they were supposed to do there. But I don't think, again, a rational person would look at this and say that, oh, I think that a, a restraining order is too big of an issue. I think actually most people are thinking, I don't know that a restraining order actually protects anybody. Right. You know, they, under these know, circumstances. Of course. Of so, course. When someone wants to get you, we've proven this over and over again through history. Someone will get you. But it is important because absolutely. if he and he doesn't have a criminal record that we know of is is truly a law-abiding person and then he breaks this restraining order by going near any of them if he is out on bail he's back behind bars so it, you know it's it's a way of controlling him if he may not be able to control himself will it Remember work too, i have uh, no idea i'm sorry to interrupt you please the, um uh, uh, generally speaking, and not obviously having access to the entire order, but remember frequently those orders will include not just physically not being around the folks, but in any effort to reach out to them. So that would include, generally speaking, text messages, phone calls, whatever it might be, maybe towards intimidation or to make, uh, you know, whatever it might be. It's you may not have any sort of contact with these people. So the, the, the order actually extends past any physical contact and goes into don't, you know, you, you can't have any. And uh, under these circumstances, it wouldn't be uh, out of the line of um, um, uh, to keep it within some sort of true protection to extend that to agents. Like he couldn't have his best friend reach out to his to the mother of the child. Uh, type of a thing that's it you cut off you that's like they don't exist to you have no contact with them whatsoever and then they'll have their days in court but for right now in this interim until there's a judicial uh, uh recommendations that come out we're saying you don't even know who these people are uh, so stay away from them on all lines Dino Tomasetti is due back in court this week his attorney told reporters that this incident is quote unfortunate, I would say that's an understatement, and that he should not be tried in the press and that the facts and the circumstances will eventually come out. The mother of the baby has custody of the child right now. 
And that is where we leave this case. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.